What is the way up in God's economy? The way up is down. When we humble ourselves, God himself will lift us up. We're looking at James chapter 4, verses 10, 11, and 12. Hello and welcome back to this continuing look at the book of James, the book written by the half-brother of Jesus. James is a very practical book telling us how to live this Christian life, giving great insight to God's plan for our daily lives. Let's read these verses. We'll pray and speak about them. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will exalt you. Do not speak evil against one another, brothers. The one who speaks against a brother or judges his brother speaks evil against the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is only one lawgiver and judge, he who is able to save and to destroy. But who are you to judge your neighbor? Heavenly Father, help us to know how to humble ourselves before you and trust you to work everything out according to your perfect will. May your word have its free way in us and may we be changed forever and may you be honored in all of our thoughts, words, and deeds. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. What is the opposite of humility? What is the opposite of humbling ourselves? It is pride. Pride is the most destructive sin there is. Pride is what made the devil who he is because he was so proud that he wanted to have some of God's glory. He wanted to take some of what belonged to God and give it to himself, and that's the very definition of sin, to put ourselves ahead of God, to think we know more than our creator. Nothing could be further from the truth. To humble ourselves does not mean we become a doormat. It means that that we are recognizing that we're fully dependent on God. We know our status. We know that all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The perfect example of that, or a perfect example, is when Jesus told the parable about the two men who went up to the temple to pray. One was a Pharisee, and he stood at the front of the temple and proudly declared what a good Christian he was and how he had done this and how he had done that. And he was glad he wasn't like this sinner, this tax collector standing in the back. Contrast the tax collector who is standing in the back of the temple. His head is bowed. He is beating his own breast saying, Lord, have mercy on me, a sinner. Jesus said, which one of these do you think went home justified this day? And of course, it was the tax collector because he recognized his desperate need for God. God doesn't need us at all, but we need God. This is why Jesus starts off the Beatitudes saying, blessed are the poor in spirit, those who recognize their desperate need for God and our dependence on Jesus in all things. We can do all things through him but apart from him we can do nothing 
So what does it mean to humble yourselves before the Lord? It means what we just said, to recognize our position, to not look down on other people, to realize that the ground around the foot of the cross, so to speak, is level, that we're not better than someone else, even if we're possibly more advanced or think we're more advanced in our Christian maturity. There are always things we can learn from other people. God tells us to look at others and think of them ahead of ourselves. I think the simplest way to say humility is to say it's not to think less of yourself, but it is to think of yourself less, to be focused on God and what he's called us to do. And what did he call us to do? He said, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. He put these really on basically equal footing. Later, he says that to love your neighbor as yourself sums up all of the law and the prophets. So he said, since you're humbling yourself, don't speak evil against one another. Don't speak evil against others that are in the church. They may have made a mistake, but you can look at yourself and see plenty more that you've made. When when we speak evil against them, we're judging them. Read read what Paul says in in uh, Romans chapter one, and then what he says in Romans chapter two. He said, "Don't don't judge other people, because you're guilty of the same thing. If we fail, if we've ever failed, and we all have." at any one point in the law, then we're guilty of all of the sins encompassed within the law because none of us is perfect. So all of those are held against us except when we receive Christ and we're washed clean. He says if you confess that you're a sinner, that he is faithful and just to forgive your sin and cleanse you from all unrighteousness, But if you claim to be without sin, you make yourself out a liar and there's no truth in you. But if we confess, he will forgive and cleanse us. So to humble ourselves is to recognize the reality of who we are before God and who we are with other people. So we don't need to speak evil against our brothers. We don't need to speak evil against the law or judge the law. Because when we do that, we're not a doer of the law. Now, we're not called to, quote, do the law, end quote, in order to be in a relationship with Jesus Christ. But because we are in a relationship, he said, be holy, for I am holy. He's called us to a higher level of being, a higher level of living, not because we're better, but because we're Christ followers and we, we are to follow Christ in all that we do. He is the measure of all of us, and none of us measure up to him ever, ever, ever apart from him. So, But when we receive Christ as our Lord and Savior as a gift from God by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, then, then God dwells in us, in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit of Christ. And we say, like Paul says in Galatians, I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. 
And then he lays it all on the line. He said, there's only one lawgiver and judge, he who is able to save and to destroy. Who is that? That is God alone. Who am I to judge my neighbor? I don't know all the circumstances. I don't know all the answers. I don't even know all the questions. We need to humble ourselves before God. Think of the needs of others ahead of our own. Not making ourselves into doormats, but thinking of ourselves less, loving God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength, which is means to trust God and to obey God fully to the very best of our ability. And we can do that perfectly if we continue to trust in the, the grace of God. The problem is we turn aside from the grace. We turn aside from the spirit leading to our flesh leading. And we all do that every day. I don't say that to excuse us. It's just the reality. But we need to humble ourselves before God. He is the only one worthy and and quit judging our neighbors but look to god leave everything in his hands he will take care of that we'll have plenty to do just humbling ourselves and loving him and loving other people following after christ in all that we have and all that we do and all that we say and all that we think amen god bless you so much thank you for being here today have a great day